I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Bonus Podcast. This is your midweek special. How are you doing, Adam? I'm very well, thank you. Very excited to be uh, featuring on a bonus episode. What is this bonus episode, Stu? Why are we here? Well, I'll tell you exactly what it is, Ed. What we thought we would do is because we've had such a response to uh, podcasts wanting to advertise in the magazine that we thought we'd speak to them all and ask them to tell us all about their podcast as well and put out a bonus episode, which, which is going to sort of give listeners an opportunity to hopefully find out about some podcasts that they may not have heard of so far. So that's the kind of idea of, of this bonus episode to really push some of the, the new guys. Amazing. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's exciting. So it's going to be a little bit different. We don't have any recommendations in these bonus episodes. It's just nope. going to be three three guests all talking about their podcasts and podcasts that you might have seen in Pod Bible magazine uh, advertised. So yeah. Absolutely. Exciting. Okay, well, let's kick things off. And our first guest is the wonderful Amelia telling us all about her podcast, Hope and Patience. Okay, Amelia, please tell me all about your podcast. Hello, Stuart. So my podcast is a new podcast. Um, It was set up, it was dreamed up last summer, and it was launched at the end of January this year. And it is a podcast which is which basically um, is me chatting with founders of businesses and we discover, we sort of dip into their mindsets of what makes them tick. Uh, I ask them about um, their thoughts and words like entrepreneur, success and failure. And then we explore the wellbeing side, which I think is really important. And as the founder of a chocolate business for about 12 years, I neglected my wellbeing. So we, we focus on that and see what the founder does to look after themselves. The exciting bit for me is that we have a chocolate break because having had a chocolate business, I I love chocolate. So the guest picks their chocolate bar. And we also have wellbeing experts as well to try and educate us as well. So that that is the podcast. And it's called Hope and Patience because I had two grannies. One was called Hope and actually she was Hope Rope. And the other one was called Patience. And they were incredible women um, for their generation. And um, I also think that having hope and also holding on to patience are two really important qualities for us to survive or thrive, really. Okay. And so why why a podcast? Why did you decide to do a podcast? Really good question. Um, I love to chat. Basically, I chat and I chat and I chat. And one of the things lockdown is that I haven't had many people to chat to. But um, I and I love people. I'm really curious, Stuart, about what makes people tick. I want to know their backstory. And I, I love honesty. And my guests, I think, are really honest and open. And podcasts, I sort of fell into it. I was with um, a mate who actually is my now investor. And we were talking about video because I used to want to be a TV presenter years ago. And then I wanted to do a documentary. Um, and, and then we were talking about podcasts and all of a sudden it just sort of happened. And it's similar to my chocolate business was I didn't plan a chocolate business, but it just went like that. And so, sure. um, but I love, I love the world of podcasts, but I have so much to learn. So how did you settle on the format for your podcast? 
I was very lucky. I have a fantastic producer who um, I met before I'd sort of worked out my podcast. And he said to me, you've got to have a structure and you've got to have a format. And I hate Stuart forms. Okay. I hate filling in forms. I hate forms. And so I really struggled with this, but I worked on it with a lady who was helping me with sort of extracting the theme of the podcast. And uh, we worked it out. I mean, I have for my format, I have far too many questions and my producer keeps saying, cut that out, cut that out. But I sort of have them in case um, I run out of chat or my guest runs out of chat. The chocolate break was the sort of breakup to sort of and create a bit of sort of, I don't know, humour and um, soft side. Um, but I really have my producer to thank for the format, although I'm the one who provides all the content and picks all my guests. And I certainly go off piste and the poor guy, I think, gets fed up with it. But, you know, on we go. So how have you found the differences from, from recordings or face-to-face to, to, to having to do it, you know, like, like we are right now, like remotely during lockdown? It's a really good question, Stuart, because I, I love seeing people. And the thing is that when you see people, you can, their mannerisms, the whole, everything tells you more about that person. And you build a connection. And, and I have found it's much quicker and easier to get on with the podcast when you have that initial coffee chat. And think before you kick off. And also um, the sound stuff is really sharp. So remote recording has, um, in a way, I've been slightly naughty because I've I've been reading. My producer hates me reading anything. Okay, he's really strict. And I've been reading the sort of beginning bit of it. And actually, people have said to me, "I can tell you're reading that intro." But um, no, I, it's okay. I mean, I've got I've got the equipment, luckily, and um, my guests. I seem to get good repartee going, if that's the right word. But I can't wait to, to see people again, and, and I would like the remote the the recording studio. The only thing for me has been that with remote recording is that I can get to people outside London very quickly, and my yeah. guest for the next show um, was in Oxfordshire, and for me to take the crew down there would have cost me a bomb. So I feel in a way it's really opening the doors up, and I'm, I'm hopefully setting up a new podcast, which is going to be on the theme of hope and patience, but open to anyone to be a guest, and it now makes me feel I can tap the whole world, really, yeah. being remote. That's. I mean, we, we spoke briefly before um, we, we recorded this, and 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 that was one of the things that that I was um, when we was talking about how I've been recording and and stuff, and it, and it, and it is that that realization that for every sort of moment you're thinking, oh God, I can't be sat in a room and and, and pick up on people's mannerisms and and you know all the things that you do when you have a face to face conversation, but then the flip side of that is what you've just said. All of a sudden, you're not restricted to okay. Well, I've got a little studio in London, so can this person get to me or can I get to all of a sudden now I think that everybody is now using, you know, many, many different ways of of doing it remotely. It's global. Now you can speak to anybody and, you know, it's definitely changed the way that I've been podcasting and it would definitely change the future of how I've been podcasting because. Do you you think you'll go back into a recording studio? Definitely. Definitely. Just because like you, I I like being, you know, in a room with someone and, and, and being able to sort of, have that sort of, you know, a, a, for, for want of a better description, a normal conversation. Um, but, but yeah, I do think that the, the podcasting industry is going to change, like, for, for you know, for, for the better. I, I do think that, you know, people realise now that you can do this stuff and, and have access to people. And that's one of the other things as well, like, that, especially if you, you know, you, you have guests on your podcast, all of a sudden, a big percentage of us have got a lot more spare time at the moment and are looking to to want to talk to people so it's 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 given lots of podcasters access to people that maybe 
wouldn't have had the time pre-lockdown. So I'm just trying to find the positives in this weird situation. Guests now, it's like, are you free next week? Yes. Whereas if you had a recording studio and everything else, it'd be okay. Not this month, next month. That is the real. That is a real upside of it. Um, And so, speaking of 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 after uh, lockdown, which let's all hope isn't too far away, um, what's the plans for the podcast uh, when when this strange new normality resumes? What's what's what, what you got planned, Amelia? Uh, I can't wait for lockdown to be lifted. Um, let's hope it is. Um, really just to get more people listening to the podcast, hopefully get more people sharing. Um, I'm going to launch one of my chocolate bars, um, which will be um, hopefully uh, ready after lockdown, which will be um, for anybody who shares the show or comes on the show. I'm going to pick one of my popular recipes, which was unique to my brand. Um, I'd love to get out there more with the chocolate business. I used to sit on panels and stuff. And although I'm very much new in the world of podcasts, I'd love to, to get out. So, I'd just like the podcast to get out there more and to launch my offshoot, which is called Tales of Hope and Patience. Um, I'm slowly building a team around me, which is really exciting. So, yeah, just to keep keep improving, Stuart, I have so much to learn. And when I listen to myself <laughs> and I just think, why did I say that question and why did I ramble? And, you know, so it, keep learning, keep improving. I've got books to read. Um, but, yeah, after lockdown, get out there. Get, get get amongst people again and, and pop into the recording studio too. Well, for, for potential new listeners, um, where would you direct them to to start? Would you say start at the very beginning, or would you say this is a this 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 episode is a great example of of hope and patience? Where would you where would you tell them to start? That's a really tricky question to answer, Stuart, because I love all my guests and I wouldn't want to favour all of them. I think I mean you know the first the first interview I did with lovely Rowan Blacker at Pookie Lighting. He, I just let him go because I had no idea what I was doing really. And he's got so much chat. I mean, his voice just purrs. I think all of them give an example and, um, you know, I hope people get something from all of them. So I can't really, I really can't cherry pick. Um, they're, they're all very special. It depends what topic you want to hear about and whether you want to listen to a guy or a girl or, um, you know, the, the, one I've, the one that I've got coming out is Kitty Tate, 15-year-old girl, set up her own bakery, the Orange Bakery. My goodness, it was like talking to someone my age. And she's full of zest and she's quite racy at times. So, you know, I don't know, just pick any and just enjoy. And if it doesn't rock your boat, click on another. But also give me feedback because with the chocolate bar, you get people who email saying it's great or whatever. And with this, I have no idea. I mean, people say they enjoy it, but, you know, I want to improve. That's my main thing, Stuart, is I want to be better. Wonderful. Where's the best place for people to find out all about your podcast, Amelia? So I have a website, hopeandpatience.co.uk. We have Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Instagram's where most of my energy is at the moment, which is at Hope and Pat, because someone had snitched the patience bit. Um, And then you can find the podcast to download on Apple, Spotify and Stitcher or via the website. Wonderful. Well, we'll tag um, all your social medias uh, on this when this episode comes out. And best of luck. Thank you very much for your time today, Amelia. Thank you very much, Stu, for interviewing me. Hope and patience. Are those two things you've got, Stu? Very little of both. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's unfair. Let's have a break and we'll come back and talk about two other pods. 
Welcome back. Okay, coming up now, we have Hattie Savari of the uh, the incredible Get Legally Speaking podcast. Um, I'd love to tell you all about it, but that's not my job. That's Hattie's job. So, Hattie, please tell us all about your podcast. Okay, joining me is Hattie Savari of the Get Legally Speaking podcast. Hattie, can you please tell me all about your podcast? Oh, I can absolutely tell you about my podcast, Stu. So Get Legally Speaking is the UK's number one legal consumer podcast. And what it is, is free legal conversation on lots and a variety of areas of law that, uh, that influences and affects us in everyday life um, for people to listen to in bite-sized little chunks. And so why did you decide to to do a podcast about this? I don't think that we have enough free, concise, legal information out there that's that's just in plain English language that you can access easily without having research online and doing lots and lots of reading on it. And I think that we can be better legally astute as a as a country. I mean, it's important to say that the podcast is, is, is free legal advice, basically. So would you say that it's something that if you was to need legal advice listening to this you know in a specific episode whether that be on divorce whether that be on employment law would be a good listen ahead of going to seek legal advice yes i mean where we say legal advice legal advice is more specific to everybody's you know actual situation so it's legal conversation giving you information about the law that will be relevant to your area so if it's divorce then it will be how do you start a divorce what you do during the process what to expect if it's you know employment law um, then there's various various key points how to bring a grievance you know what does that mean so we talk about the law and we really break it down so that you can be far more sort of educated on the subject if you like before you go and spend money with lawyers and in some cases you might even get such a good understanding that you don't need to go and spend money with lawyers sure and so do you have guest speakers we have all our guest speakers are practicing barristers qcs and judges so they are top of the food chain they are the highest legal opinion that you can achieve because they are practicing barristers and practicing qcs and judges and we've also spoken to other groups like HMCTS, the Tribunals and Court System. And we are about to do a podcast with Refuge, the charity, to bring more awareness on domestic abuse and the laws and that can help you in those sorts of environments. So, yeah, we, we feature many different speakers on that level. So we try and bring the top of the food chain down to our level to discuss what it means in every area of law in simple language. Okay. And so for potential new listeners, Hattie, would you point them to the very first episode or would you say there's a specific episode which is a great entry point to, to, to really get the kind of feel for what you're doing? Well, the good thing with what we're doing, Stu, is we're still in Series 1 and Series 1 has got all the Part 1s of every topic in there. So again, motoring law, property law, employment law, consumer law, business law, whatever area we've covered about 35 so far, you can find part one. And in the part ones, we introduce that area of law. And so when we go into our series two later this year and we we air our part twos, we do actually say in part one, we discuss these questions. So anyone that jumps onto part two of divorce law, for example, will be able to have a very quick snippet of information on what was discussed in part one. So 
no, there isn't really somewhere to begin. What we have done for our listeners, uh, which hopefully will make it a little bit more interesting for them to see, well, which podcast should I listen to and what can I expect to learn from that, is little video previews. So each podcast will have a video preview and we're still adding to the list where they can watch a one minute video and see what kind of information will be on that podcast. Is it relevant to them? Will they be able to get some information, you know, based on what they're looking to achieve? And we've got the trailers as well, which is great. Gives you an overview. And I'm a fan of this podcast. So it's something that um, what what I think is important to, to, to highlight as well is, is the fact that I think a lot of people are worried when they sort of, you know, with legal conversations that they're going to get bamboozled with jargon. This is very much sort of giving it in layman's terms and making it accessible and, and understandable, I think. Do you agree? Absolutely. That's the whole point of it, Stu. It's to give information in the most basic terms. People don't need to know about legal acts um, and acts of law. They need to know what does that mean? What does it mean to issue a divorce petition? What does that actually mean? What do I need to do to do it? Do you know if I don't want to go and hire a lawyer to do it? Um, so we take we 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 bust myths. And there's lots of myths about, and we were talking about this earlier, um, you know, if you get 12 points on your licence, does it mean you, you lose your licence? Well, you might find that could be very different if you listen to our motoring law podcast. There's myths in law all over the place, like common law husband and wife. People tend to think that if they're living together, then they're deemed to be common law husband and wife. No such thing actually exists. And we talk about that in cohabitation and what that means. So, yeah, I mean, we try to break down everything into bite-sized points so people not only understand it but enjoy listening to it as well and i I should also point out as well that for um, a lot of our listeners also have podcasts as well uh and there's a fantastic episode hattie where you you break down something which i found absolutely fascinating which is um the use of 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 music on podcasts and imagery, um, you know, for your, for your brand of your podcast and and the legalities around that and what you can use because it's such a gray area in podcasting the, can I use 20 seconds of music? Can I use X amount of music with, 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 as long as I'm speaking over it. And it's, I mean, the, the fact that you get a, you get the answer on the podcast is great. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Because there's so many misconceptions and myths, that one's called uh, trademarks, brand names and intellectual property. And I think that's really key because there's so many, there's there's more and more people doing a lot online um, and you can't, you know, just assume that you could go and use somebody else's music. And like you say, it could be a logo, it could be a picture, could be an abstract. What happens to what you produce? Is it protected automatically? How can you protect it? So, yeah, I mean, uh, literally, get legally speaking, will eventually have a topic that will no doubt be able to be implemented and it will be applied to everybody's everyday life. So it's not just for really, you know, difficult legal times in your life. There will be something for everyone. Hattie, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Stu. Thank you. Thank you, Hattie, for that. And that's interesting, isn't it? That's a, as you know, that's a kind of show that hasn't really featured on the podcast before. Um, obviously, usually we're featuring a lot of entertainment shows or comedy shows, and it's nice to get something like that that could be so informative, and particularly at the moment with everything that's going on. Absolutely, and there's there's lots of bespoke episodes tailored around, you know, the situation that we find ourselves in, and and, and your legal rights within that. So um, yeah, definitely definitely worth a listen. 
Okay, well, look, we're going to have some uh, some more fun now with uh, <laughs> with their podcast, which was brilliant. We had so much fun doing this. Um, I'm going to hand you over uh, to uh, the delightful sausage to tell you all about their podcast. Chris, Amy, please tell me all about your podcast. Take it away, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's not fun. Um, okay, it's called Tiredness Kills, and it's a comedy podcast slash uh, sleep avoidance podcast, which is designed to help keep people awake, um, which is a very niche category. But it's like me and Amy, and we're a double act, and we've roped in some of our, well, most available friends to put out this podcast uh, every couple of weeks, which is full of like weird stories and gross humour. Would you add anything else to that, Amy? No, that's perfect. (laughs) 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 We came up with it because we, so because we're comics and we'd be gigging around the country, we do a lot of late night driving and we'd always whack a podcast on on the drive home. We were like, oh, we could do one of these. What would keep us awake? So Chris, yeah, Chris tells really spooky stories. Uh, We do lots of chat. Uh, The chats are very authentic and I think we say things... (laughs) <laughs> probably too honest in the chat. Chris told a story in one about his sleepwalking and how, if you don't mind me saying, Chris, spoiler alert, how he remembers sleepwalking naked, bursting his parents' doors open and saying, Will Smith's dead. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> and and yeah, I've got some nightmarish visions. I was like, I just don't know. And then I, I had a text off my dad saying, uh, "Yeah, we remember that. Like, uh, it's it, like it, they've been they've been carrying it around for a long time. So um, <laughs> yeah, lots of weird catharsis coming out with the family. So I'm, I'm just interested. Um, when you was driving home from gigs, what podcast would you be listening to? Was there any sort of inspirations uh, in, in, in those? What was was it comedy? Well, it's a bit of everything. So we we really like the sort of investigative journalism stuff, like Radio Lab, like really lovely, highly produced stuff and storytelling. Um, but also things like Atletico Mince, uh, Dear Joan and Jerica, sort of um, surreal or funny or dark. Somewhat where it's improvised, yeah. but there's still like a lot of thought and production gone into it. We yeah. we're not as like there's lots of podcasts where it's just like people chatting for like an hour, and we wanted to like take the best bits of that, but smash in loads of like t- tiny little radio plays and stuff like that. So when you listen to an episode, like what you're going to get changes every time, and I think that's what keeps it really interesting. Can I just cut in there and say, let's not use the term "little radio plays," Chris. We're trying to promote the podcast, not put people off. What Chris means is scripted content. So there's like fake adverts and uh, <laughs> things like that. Little radio plays, sketches is what is the word you're searching for, Chris. Sketches, comedy sketches. <laughs> comedy sketches. That's exactly what I was saying. Great comedy sketches. So- we do little radio plays. <laughs> <laughs> So how have you found um, recording and stuff in in the current sort of situation we find ourselves in? Well, we were really Uh, lucky that we'd recorded a lot of the chat elements just before lockdown, mm -hmm. maybe like two days before lockdown. So all of that is fine because I think when you're recording um, remotely, there's always that little bit of lag. And I think sometimes you can be in danger of missing out on 
you know, the magic of authentic uh, in the room conversation. So everything that we're recording remotely is the little radio plays, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is which is much easier. Um, but we we've kind of used up all the all the chat that we'd recorded now. So. We're gonna have we're to. We're into the real. We're into the dregs now. Which is <laughs> adult, adult, like past episode five, dub over. I would say. <laughs> well, that, that's what I'm going to ask you um, next as well. Which is uh, for for new listeners, would you say go and start at the very beginning, or would you say that there's th- this episode here is is a real good kind of insight and cross section as to as to what the pod's about. I think episode five is a really good place to start, but. For the nerds, there's like lots of there's quite a, there's a lot of subtle continuity. So if you listen from the beginning, there's quite a lot of stuff that weaves in, which is like a weird and needlessly complicated element that we've decided to throw in <laughs> to make it even harder. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, there's a segment in it uh, in every episode that's called Out All Night with Amy Gledhill. I'm Amy Gledhill, and it's where I go and interview. Oh. <laughs> you know her from radio plays uh, we're going to interview uh, comedians who do characters so in the first episode we've got Jake Yap who is phenomenal and um, he plays a character of this ghost hunter and it's the premise is I go and find people that are staying up all night and um, each episode has a different character but all their stories kind of subtly interlink and they mention each other and locations uh, keep cropping up multiple times so I think yeah like Chris said it's needlessly complicated but I think we're really <laughs> proud that we've created a little surreal world it's almost a bit League of Gentlemen-y in mm. that you know there's like a physical space almost that we're operating in like a fictional fictional like a f- town yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It, and it's all built into a crescendo for the end of the series which is our live episode um which we are hosting in the middle of a pandemic in a big theatre we've booked. So it's all, all the little strands are tying up and then uh, it's where we're going to go. We've got idea. We've got, basically we've got like three years of story sort of mapped <laughs> out on a wall, which it, yeah, like like our producer says with the pandemic, we've it's like we've decided to dip our toe in the world of podcasting and playing it on hard mode. Like it's like, like a very intense way to get started. <laughs> But, uh, and just just to clarify that the inverted commas live episode in a theatre, it's it's not really. It's <laughs> I don't want you to think that we're actually being <laughs> being really um, naughty and going and out there breaking the... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> don't want people to think oh they're, they're actually going to a theatre. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, the joke is that we're trying to do a live episode during a pandemic. But I, I will ask as well, like move, moving forward, sort of um, after the you know the, the the pandemic and the and this you know the social distancing relaxes somewhat um is is sort of live shows for the podcast something that that, that interests you very much so yeah. like uh, we think it'd work really well as a like like but i think are we looking at 2021 for that if we weren't if we weren't in a situation i think we'd be trialing it by the end of the year but when we started this honestly thought it was a two, three month sort of thing. And we rescheduled a lot of gigs and tour shows that we'd got planned into October. But now as it's going on, it's just becoming, yeah, that's 
looking increasingly unlikely, unfortunately. So we've got big ideas, but I think it's probably going to be into next year before we get started on them properly. Okay. Yeah. And for people wanting to find out more about your podcast, where's the best place to go? Our website, uh, probably www.thedelightfulsausage.com. Um, and then it's got links to the podcast and all the other weird stuff that we've been doing as well. Lovely. Chris, Amy, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Stu. Thank you to The Delightful Sausage for telling us about Tiredness Kills, which sounds very, very interesting. Uh, and that does conclude the first bonus pod. Um, we're going to be sticking these out semi-regularly, so there's going to be opportunities to hear about uh, all, all of these other different shows. Um, but that is it for the first one. Um, if people want to keep in touch with Pod Bible Stew, what do they do? Well, you can follow us on social media. Uh, the easiest to, the way to do that is just to search at Pod Bible, and we're on all the usual platforms. And if you want to get in touch um, or tell us all about your podcast or tell us about the podcast you're listening to, then why not email us at info at podbiblemag.com. Podbiblemag.com, of course, is where you can uh, read the magazine, um, where you can see lots of these lovely podcasts advertising and also lots of other reviews and interviews and things like that. Uh, You can order the back issues to your door and you can read our blog as well and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Definitely recommend that. Absolutely. Can't recommend that enough. It's just, uh, it's not an intrusive newsletter. It's once a week and it just gives you lots of recommendations and it gives you a kind of heads up on everything that's going on in the world of podcasting and pop Bible. Okay. We, we should also say, um, and, and big thanks to um, our producer. So uh, I'll, let, I'll hand that over to you, Ed. You can do that. Okay. In a way, this new tagline we're having at the end, Stu, is kind of reminiscent of the, of the old days of the Pop Bible podcast where we used to do our singing about Audible. Yes. Um, free little plug for them there. Uh, perhaps we should start singing Buddy's name, but maybe not. We'll see what happens. But I want to sign off by saying that this podcast is produced by the extraordinary Buddy Peace. Buddy, 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 buddy. Say what? Peace. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye.